Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. It's where I give you news and views from a West Texans, a biblical point of view, one you will not find in your mainstream media. And yes, folks, today is that day you're going to hear a headline that you're not going to hear in your mainstream media. This comes to us by Steve Kirsch. <clears throat> I received this in an email today, and I wanted to share the news with you guys. Um, what funeral directors know that you don't? And folks, you're going to want to hear this. Sit tight, buckle up your seatbelt, get your boots on, because this could get deep. Okay, so we're going to talk about this today. So in 78 years, they never had a 15-year-old who died from a heart attack. In December of 2022, they had one a week for three weeks straight. Nobody's talking about it publicly. Of course not, folks. Nobody is talking about this unless you do Stu Peters or you actually go and look for this information yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to find it. You're not going to know they're doing a big, huge, pretty job of covering up this mess uh, kill off and they really are so we're going to talk about that today so this is steve kirsch and uh steve kirsch.substack.com if you want to go check out the article and uh, so executive summary goes ever since the vaccines rolled out deaths are up particularly among young people i talked to the owner of many funeral homes across the u.s collectively they handle over three thousand funerals a year he asked that his name be kept confidential for fear of uh, retribution. Overall, their business is up by 50% after the vaccines rolled out, and it's not proportional. Young people are a greater portion of the deaths. For example, pilot deaths at Southwest Airlines are up sixfold after the vaccine were mandated. My source said that normally they'd see one stillbirth a month pre vaccine. After the vaccines rolled out, they were seeing as many as 12 stillbirths a month. But they noted that many hospitals will dispose of these cases directly and not involve the funeral home. So they are only seeing a fraction of these deaths. The actual increase could be much larger than the 12 times increase they observed. In the 78 years they've been in business, they can't recall ever seeing a 15-year-old die from a heart attack. In December of 2022, they had one a week for three weeks straight. A very experienced nurse I consulted had never even heard of a 15-year-old old with a heart attack in her entire career. Now she hears of these cases on a regular basis. These funeral homes are also seeing the strange rubbery clots that they've never seen before. The medical examiner was called in and verified it, but nobody is saying anything publicly for fear of being fired. Basically, ever since 2021, they have been seeing very strange things. Stillbirths, number of, quote, found dead, unquote, healthy people having heart attacks and strokes, blood clots, etc., They've never seen anything like this or like that before. It's a noticeable, quote, difference, they said. Like most funeral homes, they don't tally statistics, but they remember the anecdotes. The most noticeable thing is that the events are happening disproportionately to younger people, i.e. people under 65. So if elderly deaths are only up by 15%, but younger age groups are increased by 100% or more, the overall cause mortality for all ages will only increase modest, modestly since younger people rarely die. Also, the CDC stats for 2022 say that the uh, data is not fully reported due to reporting delays. This means checking with funeral, home, uh, funeral directors is a way to estimate what is happening in real time. Bottom line, everyone knows what is causing this, but they are all afraid to speak out. For the few who do speak out, their stories are never covered in the mainstream media. If kids dying of heart attacks are up by 100 times over normal, why are we seeing it in the all-cause mortality stats for young people? It's simple. Kids under 16 dying from heart attacks pre-vax is nearly zero. 
So even after a 100 times increase, it's still a negligible number compared to overall all-cause child deaths from accidents, cancer, etc. So this is why you have uh, this is why you have dramatic increases in key categories of deaths, even though that all-cause death rates for the larger category aren't significantly increased, he says. So, however, despite this, the most important thing is the all-cause mortality numbers for everyone. Those are still up, which is very unusual, as noted here. You can go and check that out. So, guys, petitions for the FAA to investigate six time increase in pilot deaths pilot deaths at southwest airlines used to average one or two a year now they are dying at a rate of around one a month folks that's one person one pilot a month so mike Gallins tried to get signatures on a petition to the faa to investigate these deaths but found that even though people agree this is important to investigate they were too afraid to sign the petition and the petition says um pilots dying at southwest airlines at over six times the normal rate uh, after the covid vaccines rolled out a uh, petition to the Federal Aviation Administration subject matter. In an email uh, from Steve Kirsch to the FAA, uh, CC'd Ron Johnson, the rate of pilot deaths at Southwest Airlines has been averaging one per month since the vaccine rolled out, according to the Southwest Airlines pilot Steve spoke with. The rate of pilot deaths used to be one or two a year. It is our understanding that the cause of uh, and the causes into the increased rate of excess pilot flight attendant deaths and disabilities are not being investigated related to the COVID vaccine. Statement of the subject matter and action requested this position. Uh, this petition is a request to the FAA that they investigate pilot flight attendant deaths and disabilities related um, to the COVID vaccine. But people are afraid. They don't want to sign this kind of stuff. Anyway, this is Michael J. Gollins is the signature. And you guys can check that out if you want to at uh, stevekirsch.substock.com. And it shows him here at the airport, uh, the Chicago Midway International Airport. But nobody wants to sign, folks. They're afraid. They don't want their name on a database. But I hate to tell you, you everything is listening to you. Your phone, your TV, your car, everything listens to you. They already know. Um, they already know what you really feel about this kind of stuff. And uh, if you listen to my episode last night or if you guys well I didn't have it on the episode it was on my YouTube you guys went to the YouTube and watched that talking about um um neuron dust particles or dust microchips folks crazy stuff what they have going on out there and to think that was invented in 1990 1990s this has been around but you guys got to go to my YouTube channel watch it I'm telling you, it'll blow your socks off. Anyway, uh, the article continues. Steve says, update on the Medicare data I talked about. He goes, I hope to have something in the next few days. I want to make sure the data is reliable. Stay tuned. I've been spending a lot of time on this work, which is why I haven't been publishing new content for a few days. The summary, we have anecdotal evidence that the vaccines are causing great harm. Stillbirths are up over 10 times post-vax rollouts. Pilot deaths are up six times or more. And young people, such as 15-year-olds dying of heart attacks, is up over 100 times the normal. The mainstream media community will continue to remain silent in order to keep their jobs. Not a single one will ask for the data transparency exposing correlated death vaccine records that would enable the truth to be revealed. Basically, the medical community believes that we need to keep the data hidden and kept from public view. Otherwise, they would be fired or lose their medical license. Also, if the data was made public, people would find out the truth and lose faith in the medical community. If people lost trust in their doctors, they wouldn't follow their advice to take the vaccine anymore. And, oh, well, we can't have that. Um, that's how science works today. And he got that right. Science is not science anymore. Science is, um, you know, it's more about what they want, what the elitists want, what Satan wants is basically what all this is. And folks, wake up, 
wake up guys time is short i am telling you time is very short i was on my way home uh from a um a procedure this morning and i was singing um you know we're going to see the king you know, going to see the king soon and very soon we are going to see the king um guys that is king jesus yeshua my master my lord my savior folks wake up Wake up and smell the book of Revelation. Um, I will tell you this much. Read the book of Revelation and then skip on back over to Daniel and read the book of Daniel. Um, I did a study um, uh, from the book of Daniel a while back on my uh, podcast, on this little podcast here. And I used um, Jack Vanipy's uh, Prophecy Bible. You guys remember Jack Vanipy had like, uh, like 60% of the Bible memorized. Man, he was a walking, talking um, Bible. Absolutely loved him and his wife, Rexella. Uh, they are still... Um, or well, he's not, he's passed away, but I mean, she's still on there and still has some stuff on them. They got really good content. Um, go check it out. He does have a prophecy Bible. It was back in print. I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to get that. Um, if you haven't already, I just, I just absolutely adored him. I just adored him. Um, anyway, John uh, MacArthur has a fantastic study Bible as well. And, uh, lots of good Warren Wearsby. There's a whole lot of folks that have good study Bibles. And one thing I used to recommend, which I took it off my page was, uh, David Jeremiah. And I did this because David Jeremiah is very chummy uh, with Catholics. Now, he's got Catholics at his pulpit. He's got all kinds of stuff going on up there. And you cannot, uh, you can't do that. You, you, you just can't do that and be a biblically sound uh, teacher, pastor. You can't. If you know anything about the Catholic Church, they're demonic. And uh, that is, has nothing to do with biblical Christianity whatsoever, whatsoever. And so when I learned about that, somebody brought that to my attention. I was like, whoa. So I cannot recommend him anymore. Um, you know, I don't want you guys to go astray. I don't want to be led astray either. And so I tried just to give uh, biblically sound the teachers, theologically, doctrinally sound folks up there. So you can go to my website at BibleProphecyThenBeforeToday.com and you can check out all that good stuff there if you would so like to. I do have a store if you guys want to go up there and grab some um, clothes, some mugs, like whatever you want. If you go to my website, I'm in a little pop-up thing. You guys can check it out. Um, I don't control the prices whatsoever. Um, they do that. And I do have a little bit of leeway, so I'll price them, of course, as low as I can go. But the stuff is really good. It's uh, very high-quality stuff. And so if you just wanted a mug, you want another water bottle, stainless steel, whatever, you needed an apron, T-shirts, whatever, you know, go check it out. I got some pretty cool designs up there, you know, Doctrine Matters and just all kinds of cool stuff. Anyway, I thought I'd throw that up there. Another thing, if you haven't um, gone to Amazon, if you would or if you know somebody that may be left behind, you guys can check out uh, my books on Amazon. Uh, it's Heather O'Daniel is my author name. I do have an author page there, but I do have my favorite, my best one. The best selling little book I have out there is After the Rapture, What Comes Next? Folks, that book is straight from the Bible, straight from the Bible. It tells you exactly what's going to happen once we are yanked out of here. It kind of gives you a preview of what the rapture is. And I go through biblical, through the Bible, what it says, First Thessalonians. I go through all of that. First Corinthians, I tell you what the Bible is, what the Bible says about the rapture. And then I go forward and then tell you guys what's going to happen. So for those left behind, it's a good, cheap resource for them. There's a lot of great teachers out there that have uh, fantastic books out there as well on that matter. I know Pastor Billy Crone has one. So if you want to get more in-depth and uh, better, go to uh, getalifemedia.com and getalifemedia.com and you can check it out there. Or you can go to Amazon and grab Billy Crone's stuff as well. So in J.D. Farag, there's a whole bunch of great teachers out there, guys. that have a lot of great resources out there. Uh, Lamb and Line Ministries as well. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. 
people are putting stuff out. You know, I think they have an idea. I remember when I got sick with COVID back in November of 2020, that was on my heart to write. That was the very first book that I wrote. Um, since I was a little kid, um, I used to write a lot. I used to had like a vivid imagination. And uh, for some reason, I just stopped writing, you know. And then uh, when I was laying there um, sick and I thought, oh, man, I was exhausted. I was like, well, if I die, I have got to get this word out. You know what I mean? I thought if I'm going to die, I want the world to know what's going to happen if they're stuck for the rapture. So anyway, I wrote that book um, uh, when I was sick. But anyway, you can go grab that. Um, if you so desire, I sure would appreciate that. And um, anyway, we're going to move right along, folks. So that was the big one. That was the big one. I got that in my email this morning. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I love him, Leo Holman. And I talked about the um, the uh, the Chinese spy balloon last night. Now, folks, I believe it in my heart that I think they are getting ready um, soon uh, to uh, implement this EMP attack. I do believe so, because like I said last night, uh, the World Economic Forum and all these elitists and all the, the Great Reset cannot be um, implemented with the United States in our Constitution. It's just not going to work out for them. It won't work. And so as long as there is a constitutional United States of America, they really cannot implement the Great Reset. Now, there's ways around that, kind of like they did with COVID, the emergency powers and executive and all of this other stuff. And you've got a mask and triple mask and double mask and all this garbage and in your own car, wear the mask. I'm like, oh, yeah, I understand people wear masks because, you know, some people are in chemo, you know, and they have to wear that mask. They wear chemo, you know, they have all kinds of other issues. So I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying if you think it protects you from COVID, you are dead wrong that does not protect you from a virus okay it does i don't even care if you're wearing an n95 mask you're still those are teeny tiny microns okay and so uh, people don't understand is uh, they've lied to you basically you were here make make this mask out of a t-shirt you guys remember that here you remember all those uh, it was ridiculous folks it was ridiculous and i you know, I'm just like, what? I remember when this first came out, I managed a, a tax office. And when this all came out, millions upon millions are going to die. And I'm thinking the plague, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, and I was freaking out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, because I am a germaphobe, folks. I'm a complete germaphobe. And I like completely, um, man, it took me a little bit to figure out they were lying to us. And so longer than I would like to admit. But, um, yeah. So, you know, I'm telling you, if you're in your car driving along with the mask on, look, man, <laughs> take the mask off. Take it off. You need fresh air. Your body is not made to keep inhaling the stuff that your body is exhaling. It exhales it for a reason. But anyway, I'm no medical expert and I'm not giving no medical advisor or anything like that. But I'm just saying, trust in the Lord. And um, Athy Creek, folks, I love Pastor Brett Meter. I tell you what, I am thankful to God that I found him. And uh, just I'm telling you, you know, on your YouTube and you're watching YouTube and and uh, like another video pops up, it just kind of picks out something for you, like whatever. And I was watching it one day and he came on. I'm like, who's this dude? Looks like Santa Claus. You know, I was like, what? Anyway, and I absolutely love him. I love him. I do. And I want to start like a, a home uh, church. So they actually have those. You know, you can do like a Wednesday service or something and folks can come on over and uh, you, know, you can worship the Lord together um, if you don't have a Wednesday service that you can attend uh, where you're from. And so good churches are so hard to find, are very hard 
to come by these days. Nobody preaches on the end times. Nobody preaches the truth. Nobody preaches sin, hell, fire, damnation. No, it's all about your best life now in glory. I got, I saw this, folks. I have people, friends that I'm not really, you know, on Facebook. You know how those folks are. Um, and uh, they're caught up into this stuff. There's revival going on in glory is what they call it. This is the big charismatic word for this year's glory. And I'm like, really? And so I looked at it, and there's like Bethel and Redding and Bethel and Texas and all this stuff. I'm like, folks, that is satanic. That is demonic. That is not revival. That is not revival in those churches. Those are not. They're on the floor, and they're drunk, and they can't get up, and they can't. And that is not God. That is not the Holy Spirit. That is not the Holy Spirit. Please, please, people, wake up. Wake up and read your Bible. Read your Bible. The Kundalini Spirit. If you've ever looked into the India, if you've ever looked into that, the Kundalini Spirit, this is what these people seem to be possessed by. They seem, when you see them over there, they touch them and they all fall back and they're shaking and all this stuff. Folks, look at the Kundalini spirit. That's exactly what is going on. And when those Fox sisters came over and all of this, it all started back then. You can tell, folks, go to getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com. Go check out Pastor Billy Crone's studies on that. I may do that. I mean, I'm going to, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start uploading, um, uh, those studies from the Roman Catholicism. I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to download the MP3 um, from his website. I'm going to start uploading those that you guys can. And I, you know what? I may just do them all today. I may just because it is that important. I'm not going to wait every Wednesday to do that. Folks, it's very, very important to know about Roman Catholicism and what the truth is about Roman Catholicism and why we protested and why so many people died horrific deaths at the hands of the Catholic Church. Why? Why? That ought to tell you right there. And they're all, you know what Catholic Church means? It means everybody, everybody. We want everybody to come to the Mother Church. That's what they're talking about, right? Everybody come to the Mother Church. Remember, um, what's his name? Oh, my gosh, he got the whole church planning thing going on. I can't think of his name, but he had a book. I remember when I was going to church, they handed me that book. Uh, Rick Warren, is that his name? Yeah. Dude, these people... They're like, Chrislam. Yeah, it's Chrislam. Christianity and Islam. You, what in the world are you even talking about? What are you talking about? When you listen to folks like that and you really get down to the truth, you realize these people are completely lost. They're not even saved. They're not even Christians. You can profess to be a Christian. Uh, you know, Satan can turn himself into an angel of light, too. Hello. Doesn't make him, a, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, these demons and what is the big thing it is on they can lie and that's okay for them to lie you know uh they they hate christians get it right folks get it right get it there's only one way to god almighty and that is through jesus christ and he said jesus said i am the way the truth and the life and nobody comes to the father except through me that's it don't listen to the oprahs of the world and don't listen to the all these folks these worldly folks Guys, I'm telling you, time is so short. I cannot emphasize how important, how important it is right now to profess uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to receive him as your Lord and Savior. I cannot emphasize that. You don't know what's going to happen. Whether we're raptured or you're hit by a Mack truck or struck by lightning or you're hit in the head by a golf club, who knows what's going to happen? You're not in control of your life. These people think they remember Shirley McLean going, I am God. Really? 
She's got a whoa bad awakening when she dies and wakes up in hell. You know what I mean? This is what's going to happen, folks. And if you don't have a pastor that's preaching on hell, you need to find a pastor that's going to preach on hell. You need to find pastors that will preach on hell, fire, damnation, sin, repentance, all of this stuff. Otherwise, Christians just go along to get along. These Christians going to these churches like Joel Olstein, that's not a church. It's like a country club. There's no church there. He don't preach. He doesn't preach. He's like a, he's like one of those people you hire to come in to like encourage your company or like, you know, just give you a little positive, you know, pep talk, whatever. He's not a pastor. He's not a pastor. Andy Stanley is not a pastor. He is a heretic. He is an apostate. He is a wicked man, and he's going to bring people to hell with him, and so is Joel Osteen, and so is Joyce Meyer, and Kat Kerr, Kenneth Copeland, all these crazy people. They're going to take folk to hell with them by the truckloads, folks. You know, my mom always said the path to hell is uh, paved with good intentions. Good intentions. It'll take you straight to hell. And Jesus, what did Jesus say? The way to heaven is through the narrow gate, and few there will be that find it. But the way to hell is broad, and many will go in by it. Folks, if you're living for this world today, I implore you to stop. Stop. Materialistic, just stop. Stop it all. Stop it all. If you look around the world, it's like the world is like on fire. It is literally like on fire with sin, with moral impetuous, with sin, with despicable violence, lawlessness. Folks, this world is going to hell in a handbasket, as my mom used to say. Wake up. Wake up before you are, you know, you may be a saved Christian and you may be caught up in this. A lot, many can be led, led astray. You can still be a saved Christian, but all your works and everything will be burned up and you will be saved by just, you know what I mean? Just saved. You'll have nothing to show for when you get to heaven. You won't have a crown to throw at Christ's feet because Jesus gives us crowns. We get rewards when we get to heaven and you get to take those. You get to throw them at his feet like what? Don't you want that? People are like, well, you're just working for works. Then that's what you want. You just, no, I work and I do those things. And you should too, because we want to bring glory to God. It's not about us. It's about God. I want to make my heavenly father proud of me. You remember when you were a kid, you always went like, mom, look, mom, look, hey, dad, look at me. Look at me. Remember, you wanted to make them proud. You wanted them proud of you. Don't you want your heavenly father to be proud of you? I mean, I know I do. And I'm sure you guys do too. But, uh, Guys, time is so, so short, and I just, I just, it's just on my heart, like just on my heart to tell everybody, um, you know, if you're not right with God, now's the time to get right. If you've gone astray, backslid, I don't care what you've done, you can always, 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 like the prodigal son, come back to Jesus. Come home now. Repent of your sin, repent of your wickedness, and ask God to save you. Ask Jesus to save you, to not to save you, but if you're already saved and you know, you're a particle sin, you've gone, gone astray, come home. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to forgive you, and he will forgive you and bring you, welcome you back. Remember, he leaves the 99 to go find the one. And when they find the one, all of heaven rejoices. Folks, if you're that one, Jesus is waiting for you to come home. He's waiting for you to come home and to ask him for forgiveness, repent. And, of course, he will restore that right relationship with you. That's all it takes, guys. Ah, just saying. But anyway, 
Back to the... Well, we have a weather service alert for my area. Really? I didn't even know we had anything going on today. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, talking a little bit more. So Leo has got the America 2023 sleepwalking into World War Three, And this was posted on the 11th of February. And I want to read you a little bit about this because you know I love him. He's my favorite, my favorite. You know him, you love him. It's Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Please go show him some love. And he's got a Ramble channel now. And uh, you can go and donate there on his website. And I know he would appreciate that. Um, he's got a sub stack as well, uh, Stealth Invasion. That's uh, He's got a lot of good stuff. He does a lot of great work. I'm so thankful for him. But anyway, China and Russia are both in full-on war mode, mobilizing their economies, their ar armies, and navies for World War III with America. Notice I said America, not NATO. NATO is America, and America is NATO along with this vassal states. NATO has always uh, been built upon American power. The problem is America has lost its power and any that remains is largely about perception, not reality. Once the world figures this out, it's game over. Once they see the that the emperor has no clothes, that it's all smoke and mirrors, and the balloon incident has started to open people's eyes, they will be shocked at how weak America actually is. Yes, folks. So this degrading of American power was facilitated by all ideological traitors, communists posing as Democrats and greed-based traitors, Republicans posing as crusaders for free trade and the global free market. Uh, they have hollowed out this country's manufacturing base, making us dependent on hostile foreign power. China, while profiting greatly from their partnerships with these, quote, Chinese businesses, without explaining to the American people that to be a viable Chinese, quote, business, you must march to the dictates of the Chinese Communist Party. So when you boil it all down, basically every Chinese business uh, business that our American globalist friends are involved with is part of the Chinese Communist Party controlled state corporate superstructure. So take, for instance, this headline from today or from to today's Detroit News. It says Ford to announce $2.5 billion battery plant in Marshall, Michigan um, with Chinese partners. So a friend of mine from Michigan said it best when I texted him uh, the above article and he said, quote, 100 years ago, Henry Ford brought Sharia compliant Mohammedans to Michigan to provide cheap labor for his plants. Today, uh, Ford Motor Company is bringing to Michigan Americans enemies from China to enrich its business, unquote. Folks, if you want to know no more truth about old Henry Ford and what he was really all about, go check out uh, Pastor Henry, uh, sorry, Pastor Billy Crone's uh, weekly uh, Wednesday study. And so he is talking about voodoo, um, uh, vampires, and all kinds of good stuff. And that's his latest Wednesday uh, sermon. And uh, Bible says you got to go check it out. He even talked about old Henry Ford uh, last Wednesday. Uh, did you know that he was a ding, 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 Freemason, among with other things. So anyway, I'll let you go listen to that. <laughs> we'll get back to this article. So Democrat governors like Gretchen Whitmire in Michigan and Republican governors like Brian Kemp in Georgia are completely on board with selling out their states to the Chinese under the guise of providing jobs. The Biden administration clumsily announced this week that it is banning the U.S. from doing business with six Chinese corporations because they have ties to the Chinese military uh, military's aerospace industry. And according to CNN, it says the U.S. Commerce Department is restricting six, uh, six Chinese companies tied to the Chinese Army's aerospace programs from obtaining U.S. technology without government authorization. The move comes after, China, after a Chinese balloon suspected of carrying out surveillance flew over the U.S. last Last week, raising political tensions between the world's two largest economies. I'm going to throw in here. I saw somebody post this. 
I'm all on social media, and they said, um, well, that technology, those balloons, that is so old. They can't really get anything. Uh, you know, if you remember back in World War II and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you honestly think that's the exact same technology that they're using is from World War? People wake up and smell, what? No. That stuff is so much far advanced. They, from a satellite in the sky, they could zoom into your yard and probably see an ant in your grass. I'm just telling you the technology that they have these days. But anyway, back to the article. It says six companies. This is laughable. Every Chinese company uh, ultimately ties back to the CCP and its military ambitions. Meanwhile, the globalist communist Democrats and globalist free market Republicans have allowed our military to degrade itself while sending endless weaponry and munitions to Eastern Europe and other areas of the world. They have opened up the U.S. borders and ignored the defense of the homeland, thinking the U.S. is invincible, eerily similar to the revived Babylonian Empire, drunk with pride, described in Revelation chapter 17 and 18. At the same time, America's government has been corrupted. Individual Americans have grown way too comfortable, living in luxury, too engrossed in games, entertainment, and other frivolous things that don't matter, too ambivalent of, of the things that do matter, to even see what's happening before their very eyes. America is in free fall, both the economy and militarily, and especially morally. It's been a de- gradual decline for decades, but at the end of things tend to move very fast, and I believe we've entered the final death spiral. And I concur, Leo, I concur. Anyway, she goes on to say, this is very reminiscent of ancient Rome and its far-flung empire building. Rome, like America, was busy nation-building abroad while ignoring the homeland. Finally, it imploded from within and realized the barbarians were not only gathering at the gates, they were inside the gates. Here's a list of things that uh, here's a list of things the Biden regime is doing that are the opposite of what any legitimate government would do if it was heading into war with a superpower like Russia, China, or God forbid, both at the same time. And Squirt is totally on board. Did you hear that? He was like, "What's wrong, Mom? What's wrong with old bumbling Biden?" Because he's a moron, and my dog even understands that. Anyway, so number one, pushing dangerous experimental pharmaceutical products on U.S. military first responders and healthcare personnel. China and Russia have not forced these mRNA drugs on their military personnel. Number two, sending endless arms and munitions to Ukraine. Number three, pushing for a global plan, a pandemic treaty that would shift sovereignty from individual nations to the United Nations World Health Organization in matters of public health and, quote, public health emergencies of international concern, and, quote, the new international health regulations, if adopted by the World Health Assembly uh, in the last week of May, would hand over authority to the WHO to declare when such emergencies are declared and how to respond, whether with masks, lockdowns, forced injections, uh, etc. Introducing transgenderism, critical race theory, and other destructive divisive elements into the U.S. military, drawing down the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve to dangerously low levels while continuing to push climate change policies of phasing out so-called fossil fuels that are needed to run a modern economy, let alone a wartime economy. Russia and China do not indulge in the John Kerry's and Bill Gates's of the world. They have no problem with fossil fuels. Continuing to stoke divisions with U.S. society, racial, sexual, religious, uh, just this week an FBI leaked memo shows it is targeting conservative Catholics as an extremist threat. Previously, we've seen parents who attend school board meetings, so-called election deniers, vaccine refuse nicks, and pro-life evangelicals labeled as extremists and enemies of the state in the world of fairy tales in which the DOJ and FBI operate. They should be focused on real enemies, but they choose to demonize various categories of law-abiding, hard-working American families, continuing to encourage the de- uh, business deals with China in which China buys up valuable U.S. farmland and industrial land, opening the borders 
for terrorists and sleeper cells to enter from China, Iran, Russia, and other any other country that wants to send us their bad apples. Going after guns. If we had a legitimate government that knew war with Russia, uh, China was on the horizon, it would be encouraging responsible citizen gun ownership rather than trying to ban these weapons. Not explaining to the American people that we are at war with Russia and China, at least in a proxy war and rapidly moving toward a direct war with both sides escalating to conflicts. Why escalate toward war without mobilizing for war and explaining the rationale to the people? As a result of the above policies, America is not ready for World War III. And if America continues to sleepwalk into World War III, it will lose World War III. The country is not mobilizing. It is not uniting. I truly believe that's because we don't have a legitimate government in Washington. It's a fake government run by traitors. This entity that people refer to as the government while pushing the world toward war is not preparing for war. As individual people of faith, I say this, prepare accordingly because your government is not going to protect you from enemies, foreign or domestic. It will be every man for himself, every neighborhood for itself, every every community for itself. Millions of Americans will be forced on well, millions of Americans will be focused on the Super Bowl this weekend as the world is on fire with war, earthquakes, bioweapons being promoted as vaccines, and growing famine. They are and will remain totally impervious to what's going on. He goes, I hear God saying, come out of her, my people, before it's too late, before you share in her sins and her plagues. Folks, now is the time to return to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you strayed away, now is the time to come back repent of your sins and repent of your sins and ask christ to forgive you if you are not a believer in jesus christ today is a day of salvation god says today today folks don't wait another moment i'm telling you this world is on fire it's like i talked about earlier it's coming soon folks we see the tribulation coming we see all of these things happening how much sooner is the rapture of the church i tell you you do not want to be here for the tribulation for the great tribulation you don't want to be here and that's even if you survive any of it from the first to the end to the middle to the last folks it's going to be horrific if you want to i did a study on that um on the tribulation on an earlier episodes um i believe i want to say maybe july of last year maybe somewhere around there anyway go check it out if you want to um but with that guys i'm, I'm gonna get off here you know uh uh, one part I was talking to you just earlier, Celeste had reminded me. Um, I had sent out an email and uh, I was talking about uh, the FBI coming after that and your stove, your gas stoves. Um, they're coming after all kinds of stuff, folks. And what they, they want to kill you, they want to kill everybody. Um, this is their this this is it, that's what they want to do. And uh, if you don't believe that, I don't know what else to tell you guys. This is their whole entire plan. I'm gonna see if I can pull up that email. Because um, I usually email them to myself <laughs> so that I'll have an idea. Here's one. Yes. Um, uh, here he is from the news break. I have the Department of Energy looking to set energy consumption limits on gas and electric stoves. Folks, you know, did you ever think you would live in a world where you could not turn on your stove whenever you wanted to? You couldn't turn your heater on. You couldn't um, go jump into your gas guzzling Ford F-250. We don't want to drive Fords. I drive a Chevy. <laughs> I did have a Chevy. I have a, a I have a Jeep and a Del Sol now, a Honda Del Sol. But anyway, an old Jeep, not this new crap that they try to sell as a Jeep. Now I'm talking way back. You remember AMC? You car people out there? Do y'all remember them old school? Yeah, the good companies. You know, when Dodge was owned by Jewish folk, you remember the good old days. Those good old days are long gone, guys. Long gone. 
Anyway, I like older vehicles because number one, I can still work on them. <laughs> and I did uh, have a, I told you guys about my new dog customers, right? And I uh, went to go meet them. Oh my gosh, they're a doggable. That's adorable and dog charms, a doggable. Anyway, and uh, it's Pippa and Marty and they are greyhounds and I absolutely adore them. And they have a cat, oh, Hemingway, but he only, he doesn't have the pterodactyl um uh little paws but anyway he's a he's a core i just love him anyway and uh the guy's like do you want to sell your car and i was like mm, no <laughs> he goes i used to have one of those in high school and i'm like yep not a lot of del souls around but i may think about it i told him i think about it i mean i might, I might sell my old honda and you know buy another honda i don't know i don't know you never know it's kind of kind of nice it's like it's nice to be wanted you know it's nice to have my car wanted you know every great one especially in the summertime i get a lot of offers for it hey do you want to sell that car no <laughs> it has the target top if you wonder where the target tops came from that was the porsche remember they had the target top it's the hard top that comes off and goes into the trunk anyway one of these days if you watch my youtube channel uh, i may throw my car up there so you guys can uh, can see what i talk about all the time but anyway um it's an oldie but a goodie it's got a lot of work you know had, had another put another motor in it a clutch radiator done a lot of work to that old car but you know hey you know, it's a lot better than buying something new. I tell you what. <laughs> anyway, use guys. Uh, so much crazy stuff is going on. If you did not catch the article uh, on the YouTube, guys, you can check it out. It's the Great Trends, Humanist Reset, Smart Dust Spying on Your Brain, Human Microchipping. And folks, the technology was around and developed in 1990 through DARPA, uh, UC Berkeley. Um, guys, ooh, you're going to want to check that kind of stuff out. It's absolutely insane, crazy. And another thing, so what I did do, I did get um, uh, things started on uh, on my YouTube channel. So what I did was I did some playlists, like I promised you guys I would. Let me get over here real quick, and I'll kind of give you an idea. Let me go to my channel over here. And uh, go over here to playlist. And so my pastor, uh, Randy Davis, who's of course retired, but now he's pastoring up north uh, from the from our town. Um, ooh, I love it. Anyway, and so I did put a list together. So um, it's called End Times with Pastor Randy. If you want to go to my YouTube channel and then go to playlist, you can check it out. And it's all the end times, rapture of the church, Middle East invasion of Israel, uh, the signs of the times, 70th week of Daniel, the coming world leader, great tribulation, Armageddon, all tribulation saints, uh, the role of the United States, millennial reign of Christ, the great white throne, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff, guys. Uh, go check out that. I think you'll really enjoy him because I, 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 he's just a great pastor, a great man of God. And um, just I just absolutely love him. I miss him at our church. I really do. Um, anyway, um, with that, another thing is you guys really need to go check out uh, Mama Bear Prepper. Um, you know, and right here on my YouTube channel, I just love this. Somebody posted John Bostick. Um, when I put on there, I did the, the older version of the um, uh, is Andy Stanley and Apostate video. He goes, these are not churches. These are social gatherings. These are not pastors. They are motivational speakers. John, if you're listening, you're right on cue, boy. Right on point. That's exactly what these people are. Um, they're not pastors. They are not. And the thing is that, you know, lots of new Christians, they don't know any better. They don't know. They got saved. They're excited. They're on fire for the Lord. And so they go to these churches and then these are not really churches. They're not equipping the saints or to equip the saints, make disciples. You're not making a disciple and you tell it's going to be glory fire coming for glory, dollar bills, gold dust coming out the vents. What in the hell? And I do mean hell is that folks. Get out of that garbage. Get out of that. You know, 
It is it infuriates me, and it should probably make you guys mad too. They're making a mockery of God. That's what they're doing. God told me to tell you, to tell you, to tell me that God said no. You want to know what God said? Read the Bible. If you want to hear it audibly, read it out loud. I'm just telling you, folks. And if somebody does come up and tell you, God told me to tell you, you know, it better line up with the Word of God for one thing. But, like I say, get in the Word of God, let the Word of God get into you. Because if you don't know the Word of God, you're not going to know if these people are telling you something or not. You're not going to know. You're like, oh, you know, whatever. You know, I'll tell you one thing. There's a church here in town. It's a big church. It's a very big church. And um, they have these prophetic nights, right? Prophecy nights and like all of this crap, right? And so I know it's a bunch of garbage, number one, because I'm, well, I better not say anything because they may know. But anyway, we'll just put it this way. Uh, somebody goes down to get a word from the Lord and uh, they tell them that they need to continue in sin with a married man and that he will come around to love you one day. So, uh, really? That's your prophetic word? Is to tell somebody to continue living in sin? Really? Mm. They don't think they knew but the whole aspect. But this is what they tell. Oh, just keep holding. Just keep believing. Just keep believing. God's going to give you what you want. No. No. Folks, get out of that garbage. Please get out of that. I mean, just please. I, I can't. I can't, you know, I can't tell you anymore. I can't be any more blunt. I can't be any more blunt than that. Um, I did find another guy on YouTube that I really like. His name is Bry uh, Brylan Riggs. I think it's Brylan Riggs. And uh, he's pretty good. I, I, I enjoy listening to him. Um, this pastor's leading Christians to hell. And he's talking about Andy Stanley, of course. And um, it is a trick, folks. He, um, very cultural. They want to be cultural. They want everybody to like them. They want to tell people what they want to hear. This is, what does the Bible say about that? In the end times, that's what people are going to want. Uh, Timothy tells us that uh, in 2 Timothy, I think it's 2 Timothy 3, they'll have itching ears and they will seek after those, those leaders, those quote pastors who will tell them what they want to hear, whether it's a sin or not. And Brett, Pastor Brett Meter uh, was talking about the same thing. And he was talking about, remember those Old Testament prophets, those false prophets? Like, you know, they were just, you know, I, I, I know we're going to get led into captivity, but I don't want to hear that. Just tell it, just lie to us. Just tell us these other things. Just lie to us. And so they believed the lies instead of what the actual, like Samuel and Jeremiah was telling you, you're going to be led into captivity. But they don't want to hear that. And Daniel, no, 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 they don't want to hear that. They wanted to hear the false the teachers tell us these lies and we'll believe these lies. It's kind of like in the end times where we're living right now. Tell us these lies. Tell us this false stuff. Tell us this other stuff. And, and we'll believe that. We'll believe it other than the truth. And uh, another thing is when people mock us. And it's funny because uh, the most folks who mock us about the rapture are so-called Christians. They're so-called Christians and they vehemently mock us. And I'm like, and it's like he said, Brett, and, you know, and I said this one time, too, because I had a so-called friend. Well, he was a friend, but um, anyway, called himself a Christian. I don't think he was. Anyway, we were talking one day, and I was telling him about my channel, and I said, um, you know, because the rapture's going to, oh, no, I don't believe that. I was like, you don't believe in the rapture? Well, I don't believe it's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, you know, they've been saying that for years. He goes, everybody's been saying the rapture's going to happen. It's been happening. It's going to happen any minute. That's going to happen. It's going to happen. You've been saying that for years and yet nothing's happened. I'm like, you know, you're fulfilling Bible prophecy right now. Oh, he got mad. Oh boy. When I pointed out in the Bible that the Bible says that's what will happen in the end times. They will mock us and say, all the things have been the same and nothing's happened. All blah, blah, blah. Everything's going. Remember 
And then they did the same thing. And the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah. That's what they did to Noah. They mocked him too. And so, you know, you have Christians, so-called Christians, mocking other Christians who believe in the blessed hope, Titus 2, 13, of our great God and Savior, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we were waiting for, hoping for our blessed hope. And so they mock us for that. But just when you remember, you Hank Hanegraaffs and all you people out there that do that, you are fulfilling Bible prophecy yourself. That's kind of bad. I wouldn't want to be on that side of the Bible prophecy. Um, I want to be on the right side. But anyway, whether you believe in post-trib, mid-trib, pre-trib, whatever, it's not a salvational issue. And so it's not a doctrinally salvational issue. And so there's no reason to bite each other's back and be vicious and vehement and all that. That's just of Satan. That's all that is. And, uh, you know, if you're that angry about then you're, that's just something's wrong. You know, you need to look into your heart. Like I have folks that they believe in all millennialism, which, you know, I was like, okay. And then, um, you know, I have the pan theology. Everything's going to pan out in the end. You know, you know, everybody knows somebody from a different group. And it's kind of cool because there's a couple of them that I know that we can actually have a conversation and we can talk about these things like, oh, you know, I believe this. Like, oh, I believe that. And so we'll get into all these really good conversations, but we don't get into a heated debate. There's no reason for that. You can debate things, but just not get angry about it. You know, like John Holler, the Prophecy Update, you know, a Fellowship Bible Church. I mean, he has a lot of uh, uh, things that he says that I don't particularly agree with. But I mean, does that mean, you know, he's he's wrong? No, I could be wrong. He could be wrong. We could both be wrong. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm just saying there's no reason, um, you know, to get angry at each other. There's no reason. I love that we all have different um, different, you know, ideas and different things like that. It's great. You know, we get to debate these things and just, you know, iron sharpens iron, you know. And uh, that's what we're here uh, to do is to sharpen one another's faith, you know, to sharpen one another's. Yeah, you know, we keep you on your toes, keep you in the Word of God, keep you studying, right? That's the good thing about it, in the Word of God, right? Oh, but anyway, guys, I'm going to get off of here. And um, as like I always say, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Oh, Lord Jesus, come and please take us out of here. That is our prayer for today. Um, you know, I just want to go to go to God in prayer this morning. And Father God, I just thank you so much um, for all these people um, who listen, for the people um, who are looking for you, Lord, who are looking for encouragement, who are looking for truth. Father, I pray that you give them your truth, that you would give them wisdom, Father God. And I ask you to show them in your word where they need to be reading, Father God. And I ask that you would give them, you know, wisdom and show them pastors and teachers where they can go to uh, to learn more about you, Lord, and just to stay hungry for your word. And Father, in these days, we know that it is a very dark world that we live in. And we understand that. But we also know that Jesus is coming to take us home and that he put us here. And we are here to tell people about you until you come and call us home. Father, we ask that you give us boldness to continue preaching your word and telling people the truth, no matter how hard it is against this culture, no matter what people may say about us, or no matter what people may do to us. Father, we pray for boldness, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would give us the words to say to a lost and dying world. And I ask you these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Be blessed, you guys. Thank you so much for listening.